What's up, everybody? Welcome to what I think is going to be the first episode. Um, anyway, I was, uh, this is like summertime, 2020, peak COVID. Um, anyway, I, I, I had kind of an ex- interesting experience recently, which um, this whole thing has been interesting dealing with COVID and quarantine and everything like that. But what's been uh, very surprising for me, what's been very telling for me was uh, my reaction to this whole thing. And, and I don't know what caused it, but anyway, all this kind of stuff led me to, to really like organize and kind of take stock of my life. And what ended up happening was uh, I looked through a bunch of old notebooks that I had, a bunch of old journals from the last 10 years, stuff I started writing when I was probably 17, 18, 19 years old, all throughout um, my 20s. And what was really interesting was I started finding answers that I needed now in these notebooks from so many years ago. Which is such a trip because I don't know how on earth I knew this stuff back then. I don't know what I was going through. I don't know what I was, uh, what what caused me to write that stuff. Whatever whatever it was that I wrote, but I realized that there was some some pretty solid wisdom in there from a younger version of myself. And uh, it was strange. It was strange, but it was also kind of uplifting because I think it reinforced the idea that we always know what we have to do. You know, like, I don't think, I think most people that are pretty intelligent, um, most people that have a decent understanding of how things are, they don't really need to to ask questions or they, they, do, they do need to ask questions. But this idea that like, oh, I don't know what to do next. You do know what to do next. Everybody knows what to do next. Uh, and if you don't, you can go and find out. But I think for the most part, you might not know how to do something, but you know, if so if you don't know how to do something, you know that you have to go learn that thing, right? Like, you know that, you know, the reality of the situation, you know, you have to go find someone, you have to go, you, you have to go um, look it up, you have to go study it, you have to go do it, whatever it is, you know that you, like, you at least know that. So that kind of goes back to this, what I realized was, um, it became more and more obvious to me that I wasn't really, when I was feeling, I was feeling kind of lost in the moment. And then I realized that there's no reason to be lost. There's, it doesn't make sense to be necessarily lost because, um, if I'm actually being totally honest with myself, reading those journals made me realize that there's never any question of, well, what do I do next? You know what to do next. You always know what to do next. I knew what to do next. I just didn't want to do it. And I think that's, the the real issue at hand where i think we talk to people i think we kind of go online and 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 distract ourselves and ask for advice and and whatever else because it's a good way to distract ourselves from it's 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 kind of pulls us away from this reality like we know what's up we know what needs to get done we know what we need to do um but when that resistance sets in, we just kind of find some bullshit excuse to go somewhere else. And it it was kind of interesting 
with all this stuff going on and and dealing with this you know the e-com side of things and business wasn't really moving as fast as i wanted it to and all this other stuff that was going on um but the reason that this is all like what the reason that i'm bringing this up is because i i just by chance ended up looking through all these notebooks and it was like a younger version of myself was kind of reaching through and slapping me in the face through these books um And, and it, it was just, it's kind of hitting me in a way where I was realizing, just not, not realizing it was like, I knew what I had to do, right? Like I knew what, to, what I had to do. And, um, I had written it in all these books and these journals years ago. So I'd faced this before, but for some reason, a younger version of myself was wise enough to know that, Hey, this has happened a couple of times. So I'm going to write it down. And then I forgot completely forgot. I don't know that I ever would have looked at those books if uh, I hadn't been in the middle of quarantine for that long. But anyway, what what's interesting and I think what's, what's most important to understand is um, you really don't need much outside of yourself. I don't, I don't know if you need anything outside of yourself to get on the path and make like, you know, if, if the path is zero to a hundred, uh, I guess 100 is an end goal or whatever it is. But if that is the path, I think the first 25, 30 steps you could take on your own before you actually need someone that can help you out and guide you further. Realistically, I don't think you need anyone. But getting getting to, getting to 100 at the right pace, at a steady pace, and getting there fast enough... Um, you don't need someone, but it's, it's good to have someone. And, and the first like 20, 30 steps you got to take by yourself. And I think people stop themselves from starting because they, they want someone to be there with them. They want someone to try it with them. They want someone to guide them. And realistically, you don't really need anybody else. And chances are there's no one else around. Where, like, where would you find someone who knows the things that you want to know and would be willing to teach you for free? or even paid, whatever it is. But like you, you can find them online. You can find, you know, there's, there's so much information out there, but the work itself still needs to get done. And you're the only person that can do the work. Um, and I think that we kind of go through the same, same experiences until we really, really learn a lesson. And if we don't repeat that lesson and live that lesson, then we're going to forget it. Like I did with, um, kind of becoming stagnant. Um, so that was kind of interesting. That's something that I think is, is something for something to keep in mind, something I'm keeping in mind. Um, like just this idea of like not distracting yourself and, and not like not distracting yourself when, or lying to yourself by thinking that you don't know what to do next, or you don't know what comes up. You don't know what you have to do. You do know what you have to do. And if you don't, if you really think that you don't, um, go sit in a quiet room uh, and just kind of think about where your mind goes. Don't want like don't meditate. Just sit. It's not like you don't have your phone in there. Don't have any distractions. But just kind of go sit somewhere. Like just sit and and see what happens. If you feel restless, if you feel anxious, if you're thinking about something constantly. 
that's where your mind is. That's, that's what you have to take care of. That's the next thing. So as far as like this distraction thing or whatever, or like not knowing, not distractions, but not knowing. If you don't know what you're doing or if you, if you don't know what to do next and you feel like you're lost, you are probably kidding yourself. And you should just kind of sit and figure and, and just be honest with yourself and figure out the next move. Because you already know what it is. Deep down, you already know what it is. You just haven't consciously accepted it. Probably because it's, you know, very uncomfortable. It comes with a lot of resistance. Like just doing the work. Like just getting on that, you know, doing outreach, getting on a call, doing, you know, making an ad creative, writing 10,000 pages, writing 1,000 pages. 10,000 pages is a lot. 1,000 words is what I meant to say. Um but whatever it is, whatever it is you're trying to do, like going to the gym, eating right, you know what you have to do. You just don't do it. You just keep distracting yourself and, and, and kind of looking for someone to take the blame or kind of maybe not even take the blame, but just, just something else that you could put in place of like the focus. Because if you focus on something else, then you don't have to focus on what you need, right? If you really, really, really need to go to the gym or if you really need to start taking your health seriously, and you know that you don't do it. You know, you put that focus on something else. You know that you're doing that. And sometimes you have to go deeper. But I th- and like I think a lot of times you have to go deeper. But I think the most important thing to understand is to not kind of set yourself up to fail by doing um, by by pretending you don't know what to do next. You do know what to do next. You just you just don't want to do it because it you know probably sucks. But that's the thing with, it's really weird. Living a happy life means you do a lot of shit that just sucks. Like you do that to get past it and then you're good. You find fulfillment in that. It only sucks for so long too. These things start to become enjoyable. The things you don't like doing, the things that are like the worst aspect of your job, your your life, your performance, whatever. Um, once you Once you take on these things you've made to be giant, scary monsters um, and you slay them, it kind of becomes fun. Still hard, but it becomes fun. So it's more fun doing something when it's, when you make a game out of it, knowing it's still a challenge than it is to kind of go in thinking like, damn, this sucks. I don't want to do this. Because if you keep thinking that, it's going to take that much longer to kill, to kill kill the monster, kill the demons. So it's, it's, it's a strange thing to realize that you, you are the only thing holding you back like that. That's probably one of the biggest, that is the biggest thing. I I know for me personally, this whole idea is like, you know, you, you getting in your own way. That's what's going on. You're in your own way. You're, you're not, nobody's stopping you really. Like people talk about haters and family and this and that's like, is your family really trying to stop you? They're not. You're stopping yourself. Well, like my friends, this and that. Yeah, cool. Like ignore your friends. You're stopping yourself. That's just an excuse. You're just putting it there. Um, you know, you got to think like, what do I really want? If I really want something, can I hunker down for a month at a time, three months at a time, six months at a time? Uh, what's more, you know, what's more important? The fact that I do this or the fact that I'm going to sit here and listen to people and let them talk me out of what I want to do. I don't know. 
I think it just comes down. I think it's 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 easier said than done. Obviously, I'm sitting in a position where I've I've put myself through that again. Just kind of been, um, just kind of just kind of like gone in and out of this a couple times, only to realize that this is stuff that I figured out a long time ago. Um, so. I think that's 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 basically it as far as what's con- like what I that's one thing that I learned reading through these old journals is that you're the one getting in your own way. Like that's the biggest thing. And I think the other thing that was even more telling was I found so many lists of goals like life goals that I that I've been, you know, these lists I've been making what is my ultimate goal? What is the ultimate, like, what am I working toward? All these small to-do lists, big to-do lists, um, dreams, goals, desires, all that kind of stuff. And I think what's very telling, what stood out to me the most was, uh, I I don't know how many of these lists I found. I found several dating back to taxi, probably when I was like seven, 16, even younger than the, the journals. But the biggest thing about it what stood out the most was looking at these lists in chronological order. I got to see what was important, right? Like the first thing that you write is the first thing that comes to mind. And you think, okay, what do I want out of life? And looking over these lists, what I realized was when I was, when I was, when I was 16, 17, around that age when I was in my teens, I wanted just money. I knew we didn't have it or I thought we didn't have it. That's how we lived. Um, but that's all I wanted. I wanted money. Money was always at the top of the list, right? I wanted money at the top of the list, social skills, confidence. I wanted to get physically bigger so I could be better at football. Um, and usually at the bottom of the list was like happiness. I think the early lists don't even have happiness on them. But as I look at these lists from the time I got older, happiness and kind of calmness and freedom from anxiety made their way onto the list, but they were still down at the bottom. So it's interesting thinking about it now. I'm pretty sure when I was making the list that didn't have them, have them on there, I was doing that from a perspective of these things are going to make me happy. All the other things I had on the list. So I didn't bother writing happiness because all those things were going to get me happiness. But somewhere along the way, I realized that you have to make, make an effort for it. Happiness doesn't, you know, I'm, I know that I still thought these, whatever I was writing on the, the list was uh, going to bring me happiness, but I also kind of wrote happiness and freedom from anxiety and depression and whatever on those master lists. Excuse me. Because, um, I don't know because they were they were prevalent. They were they were just kind of there. I was like, okay, I have to make a focus for these things. I still I still figured if I did everything else on that list, I would become happy. Um, I would gain confidence. I would whatever. But as I as time went on, um, I kind of see these things move up on the list. They move up from the bottom to the middle, and then eventually they make their way to the top. And I think that happened because I realized I know I know why it happened. It happened because I realized that 
those things are ends within themselves. You can just, you can be happy. You should be happy just to be happy. You should make it a goal to be happy. You should make it a goal to be calm, to not have anxiety, to not have a de depression. Like those things are, those things aren't the, they're the result of something, but it's also this idea that like you can have those things now. Those are feelings you can cultivate. They don't need to come from achieving something big like buying a Lamborghini or having a lot of money or buying a house or, or, or any of that. Those, those things help for sure. But happiness by itself is a worthy goal. Anxiety by like freedom from anxiety by its, you know, within itself is a worthy goal. Um, and I think that's what I realized. This is what I started to understand. So these things started to make their way to the top of the list to the point where like the most recent list I have, they weren't even anything. Um, and it's not even because I, achieved all the, the goals I'd written down on, on, on the other ones. I still don't have a lot of the stuff that I want and, and wrote about. I still don't have, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not, it's not like everything got crossed off the list. It's just that the list became much more focused and, and coherent. And the first thing that pops up on that list now is like wanting peace. I want to be calm. Something disturbs my peace, it's out. Um, and then happiness and excitement kind of come up next. But the whole list nowadays is much shorter. It's been much, much shorter for like the last two years, three years probably. And I think it's because I also realized that those things come from taking care of yourself. And when you take care of yourself and you feel happy, it's easier to do anything else. So these materialistic goals, these kind of external goals they become very very easy when you're happy when you're when you're satisfied when you're calm and doing those things is i mean do, doing those things leads to the success that you want and I know that that's a big thing that I realized. So it's like, you know, cultivating those feelings and, and how you cultivate those feelings will lead you to get everything else that you want. And that's why my list became shorter because I realized that this, I realized the truth there, right? Like I, I realized the truth in terms of how things work and, and, and why I wasn't getting what I was getting and why I was feeling fucking miserable for so long. And it was because I was chasing the wrong things. And and I think the other thing that's noteworthy is you don't really chase. I learned you don't also, you don't chase, right? Like you cultivate these things, you become a host for them. You attract everything to you. And you do that by by taking care of yourself, by by thinking about, okay, well, what do I want for myself, for my life? What do I want that makes me happy? What makes me happy? Can I do more of that? Uh, what makes me great? some type of challenge. So I'm going to go challenge myself more often. How do I look? Do I like the way that I look? And if you don't, then you make make an effort and you put in put in those efforts and those and that hard work day after day. And the more that you do that, uh, the more you become a worthy host of for success, for um for everything. So I think that I was kind of surprised 
that I, I had those things. It's weird that I, I didn't have those things. Those feelings on, on the early list. And, and they were so far down at the bottom. It's kind of funny to think about now. To sit down and make a make a list of like, what do I want? And to not put, you know, good feelings and happiness and positive emotions at the top seems weird. But I guess you kind of have to go through that. You kind of have to go through this thing of like, you know, I want all these, all, all these, you know, big fancy things. And then you get some of them and you're like, well, I still feel like garbage. So this isn't working. This whole idea of like, you know, once you get everything you want, you realize you don't want anything you have. As much as people say, you know, like, oh, I'd be, I'd be happy you're crying in a Ferrari. Yeah, you might be, you know, yeah, you'd rather be crying in a Ferrari. How about you just don't cry? How about you just not crying? Doesn't matter if you're in a Ferrari or not, but this whole idea of like, well, I'd rather be crying in a Ferrari. Honestly, you wouldn't. It's safe to say that you wouldn't. Everyone thinks that, but it's like, you really, you really wouldn't. Because if you're crying, you're crying. Ferrari, Ferrari might amplify why you're crying. But, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the whole thing is just what it comes down to as far as I'm concerned or what I've learned is you go through, an ex- I, think, I think I went through enough experiences that kind of taught me these things. And, and now I'm sitting here and what used to be like a 20, 30 item list uh, 14 years ago is now has evolved into a little list on, on, a, on a notepad that is maybe four or five items long because I understand probably because I just understand what's important. Um, and also you go through enough experiences and you realize, okay, well, I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. Uh, what's really going to push the lever? What's really going to work for me? What's really going to make me happy? And that kind of applies to everything, business and, and, and everything else too. But I think you kind of have to go through the experiences to realize what's really important. Um, and what's usually really important, what's really important for me is being happy. What's really important for me is just kind of enjoying myself. I, I used to want to, I used to think when I was a kid, I wanted to be a billionaire. And now I realize that there's no part of me that ever wants to work that hard. I have no doubt in my mind that I could do it, but do I really want to be that? No, I don't. I want to just enjoy myself because you kind of realize how short life really is and you realize that you got to prioritize. You got to really prioritize feeling what you want to feel and doing things that make you great. You know, not doing the same kind of bullshit back and forth every day um, and distracting yourself and, and, and kind of just sitting there. So it's kind of an interesting thing to realize. But... That's basically what happened looking through my notebooks. And, um, yeah. I think I'm going to wrap up here. This seemed to be kind of, uh, I think I was all over the place. So if you held on to the end of the episode, appreciate that. And uh, hopefully I get a little bit more structure in these as I go on.
anyway, that's pretty much it. I don't know if that made any sense, but I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in.